Hey y'all and welcome back to Ray of Light TV podcast. I'm your host Raven Lynn welcoming you all back to another episode of Soul Care Sunday. Now you all may know me from Instagram as the YouTuber, TikToker, dancer, or even the girl who's always making encouraging faith-based content. But here on this podcast, you will get to experience me in a whole new light as I take you through our Soul Care Sunday series. Here on this podcast, transparency and healing is the focus behind every episode. So I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the radical transformation that will occur in this podcast that is destined to leave you better than when you came. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Ray of Light TV. And welcome back to Ray of Light TV. I hope you are having a beautiful Sunday. And thank you guys for being here with me again. Today, I am joined by my lovely host, Miss Princess Blama. Hey. hey. Um, my girl, Princess, she hosts her own podcast called The Women's Corner um, Podcast. And I'm going to let her talk a little bit about that. Okay. So thank you so much for having me on your platform. I feel so much love. But the Women's Corner podcast is a podcast basically just for the transparency in the woman community. When I started off in Christianity, I did not have that. That was one area that I really liked. And I asked God, you know, can you please put me something that can actually be transparent with me and help me to explain how I'm feeling and what I'm going through. And he gave me the idea. And I was like, let me create something I don't have. So I did it. Hey, hey it's hey. beautiful. Um, I think that's also very important because when I was starting my podcast, that was kind of the same thing that I was lacking, like, where are the women of faith? Like, where are they at? Where are my people? And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to just create my own space and where other women can come who are like me and we can just heal and we can learn and it can be awesome. Amen to that. Amen. Amen to that. So, yes, Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to have Princess on here. We're actually going to be doing a four-part series. Y'all, please don't give me a princess going because we. When we go, we we do not end. We do not end. Listen, so this is gonna be a four part series, but this is part one to the series. Okay. Amen. All right, so I'm gonna get us started. Okay, so today, me and Princess, um, we wanted to craft and facilitate a discussion around female sexuality. Um, Because I think it's something that is still a very taboo discussion, not just in the church, but just in general. Um, It's one of those things that people don't necessarily like to talk about with women. It's Mm kind of like for girls, we tell our girls, like, don't get pregnant. Or we tell our boys, like, don't get the girls pregnant. Um, But we leave room for this gray area when we don't talk about hormones, the urges, the desires, and also how much, like, our pornographic culture plays into these desires. So we kind of wanted to break this down for y'all today. And I think this this is pretty interesting because there are a lot of questions that have yet to be answered um, because people are almost too scared to ask them, such as Mm 
you know, if you become a Christian and you want to dedicate your life to God, but you're still dealing with these human natural sexual yeah, desires. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay. Like we got the fundamentals, like we not going to have sex because having sex is a sin. Mm-hmm. Um, but the conversation is so narrow that it leaves so much room for the gray area and the flesh to come mm-hmm. in. Cool. But here on this podcast, kind of what me and Princess want to talk about is getting to a place in God where we are looking to scripture to guide us and also having a relationship with God that produces the fruit of conviction because your body is Mm. not your own. Um, And this Mm. is so important today because I feel like as women, like, and and we can talk about this too, Princess, like we're born and our bodies are our own, like, you know, whatever we shower, our bodies are our own. And then we become sexually active if we are, you know, become sexually active and then our body is someone else's. It's like the males or whatever. But when do we ever have time where it's like I'm consec- like I'm actively consecrating my body for God and I'm not doing anything that steps outside of that if it's sex or if it's not like my body is his and I'm going to be in him, you know, mm-hmm. so any thoughts on that? I know for me, um, like I said, Women's Corner Podcast is very transparent. Mm-hmm. So I don't leave room for gray areas. I've always hated the gray areas of not knowing versus knowing something. So I've always asked a lot of questions. And I know for me, pornography was one thing that I did struggle with mm-hmm. before I even became a Christian. I know I didn't, um, I lost my virginity while I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So in that time period, before that, actually, I struggled with lust. I struggled with all those things because of the society that I was, I was raised in. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like it wasn't cool if you haven't lost your virginity yet, or you're still a virgin. Um, you don't, you don't got it like that. And it was one of those type of peer pressure moments that really just left me with a, okay, God, I'm coming to you now, but I want to have sex. And I know your word says be fruitful and multiply. Uh, I'm not trying to multiply, but I'm trying to be fruitful. So what's really going on here? <laughs> and then that conviction really hit because I uh, know in that time period, it does. It'll I know in that time period, I wasn't also just struggling with sex. There's a scripture that says, um, that tells you to walk in the spirit so you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Right. Like I was saying, the lust does not only include sex, it includes, you know, any type of thing you struggle with. I was also struggling with um, dealing with weed and mm-hmm. drugs and everything. So it was like me coming to God. I remember I was looking up on my um, phone one night talking about pastors that said you're allowed to smoke. Pastors that allow you. I remember, I'm being for real. I Girl. remember all this happening because it was so. <laughs> Googleology, Googleology. Yes. Exactly, exactly. And that's where the conviction really hit me because I realized I was too carnal to understand that sex is not the same as pornography. You know, pornography is something completely different. It's when you take us as ladies, even men as well, to make us so sexual when sex is just being a conversation in the bedroom. I know for me, I know that Sex, I struggle with pornography. I really didn't struggle with sex because I didn't understand sex. Yes. I didn't understand the intimacy in sex. I didn't understand sex was um, not just the body, but the soul. Yes. Sex was you making a covenant with that person you with. You can have soul ties. Right. I didn't understand any of that. All I understand was porn, show me, this is what you do. This is what Like we stated, I completely blame the culture that we For live sure. in. Not only is it the culture, 
not only is it the sex in the culture, but it's the silence in the conversation of what the, sex actually is in yes. the church. We, uh, since the conversation, like you said, is so taboo, they frown upon sex when people don't understand the power, especially ladies don't understand the powers inside the womb. You create life in depth. Life actually comes from the womb itself. God plants a seed inside of that lady. The man is the one who um, waters it with the, you know, with, with him putting the sperm, but the seed was planted by yeah. God. And for you to produce life out of the world, that's the power alone for you to keep. That should actually just tell you to keep that place secret, for yeah. real. But since we never had that conversation, I never knew the power behind and what sex actually really was, like stated. So it's something that I've really struggled with. Not even, I want to say, I specifically want to say because I'm just going to be transparent. Mm-hmm. I sometimes still struggle with it now. Even down to talking and having a conversation with certain guys. If we just walk into a grocery store, I'm like, dang. He looks fun. He looks real fun. He, he looks, no, for real. He looks real fine. My mind is not leaning to the fine anymore. My mind is taking it elsewhere. But I have to realize is that as a woman of God, you know, these are things that people in the Bible themselves right. struggle with. Paul himself, he said that if you want to have sex, go get married. He never said if you want to have sex, go have sex. He said, if you want to have sex, go get married. God talks about how, you know, he does not condemn sex or anything. He tells ladies, like I said, be fruitful most of But Paul, on the other hand, is like, bro, I know you struggle with this stuff. I know you struggle with sex. So if you really want to go have sex, I'd rather you get married than for you to go and do it. it does not, does that not sit there and make you wonder this power behind the sex itself that he's telling you, don't do it without a covenant behind it? And it's just mm-hmm. like, our generation is so weird because we're just such a, they, they call us the popcorn generation because we just want stuff now. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes with sex too. So it's like, if I get an urge, if I get a desire, I have to satisfy it. And it's like, when did we I start living satisfy. so according to the flesh that I can't even say no? First of all, I don't need to be sleeping with him. I don't need to be giving my body to him. I don't know who he is, what he has, whatever. Like, can I just control myself for a minute? And I know this was a big thing in college because... I like how you said the word yeah, control. Yeah, like control yourself. This generation don't have that much self-control. No control at all, no discipline. And this, is, this, this, this became like a really important conversation in college because when you're drinking and when you're smoking, like that stuff mm-hmm. also heightens your intensity to want to... Yeah. It's going to be giving myself to anybody is there any standard mm-hmm. is there any requirement or is the bar literally just on the floor and i'm gonna just do whatever mm-hmm. you know i know i of course i know that because like i said when i did struggle with weed and all that addiction that's one thing that was it wasn't even the weed for me that i was craving it was like now i need i need i need something honestly but i need something else i need I need a man right now. And like how we, <laughs> laughing, but I mean, for real, like how we talked about, <laughs> I like how we talked about in the beginning. I wish, I genuinely do wish that not even just the parents, but the church as well elaborate more on what sex actually is, the power behind sex, who can have sex with right. each other. Because even people be like, oh, you just need to have sex with a man. You need to have sex with a man that has the same exactly. belief. Exactly. You didn't have sex with men that serve the same God as you. 
you need to have sex with a man that, that I'm being for real because it's like you cannot just lay down and give your body anybody. to anyone because that covenant is established. If you make a covenant with something that was not supposed to be in your covenant in your bloodline in the first place, you just sat there and you just you're just like God. I want to do my own thing. Let me go in this direction. I want this man. I want this girl. This is the life I want to live. And God's like, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Mhm, 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 mhm. But we forget that even when we want to start having a little relationship or whatever, even if it's and there shouldn't be, you know, whatever in there because we're saved. But even in that, like we have to invite God into the relationship. So He that can say. Is. Is this the person for you or not? Because God knows them. We only see the parts that they show us. Even when you think you're so in love mm-hmm. and whatever, they're only showing you what you want, what they want you to see. Want. But God, just mm-hmm. like how we was talking about them dreams, God showed me in them dreams mm-hmm. what well, was really going on. Mm-hmm. And then it's up to us yes. to be like, okay, well, God, I'm going to trust you because this person is obviously no good for me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's 100% true because I... I've always grew up hearing that, you know, as a Christian, even before I was Christian, I always grew up hearing the guy puts the 50%, you putting on 50% in the relationship come together. And I sat there and I thought about it and I was like, the Holy Spirit actually gave me this revelation because he taught me the understanding of unity, what it means to, you know, become one through, um, in the beginning was the word through the book of John. So I sat there and I was thinking, I was like, God, if I come together with my husband with 50% and you come and my husband comes with himself with 50%. We make 100%. What room is there for you, for you to come in? And I was like, that makes so much sense because it's not supposed to be 50%. You're not supposed to come in with 50. The husband's not supposed to come in 50. You only have 25 to, to come in with. I only have 25 to come with. And Christ, the Holy Spirit himself, comes in with that 50% to match us. Because when my husband and I come together, we make right. one. We make one. So us together combines makes a 50. The Holy Spirit by himself combined makes that 50. We come together, all three of us, and we make 100%. When God was explaining that to me, I sat there and I thought, and I was like, me knowing the fact that I always thought it was supposed to be a different guy or um, it was supposed to be a guy who I wanted. God was like, sis, that's not how it's supposed to go. That's not how your life is supposed to go. I told you in my word that I want you to be fruitful and multiply. I told you my plans that I have for you, I was going to keep you safe. I was going to, you know, get you on the right path. You just have to follow me. But it also brought me to think about, God, didn't you help me about right. sex because I'm not hearing it from nobody else. My mom is, my mom is, my mom yeah. is like, She's gaining sex, this conversation of sex. Just tell me, mm-hmm. don't have sex. Don't bring a kid home. My dad is, don't even want to talk to me about sex. Society is teaching me. Yeah, society is teaching me. Social media is teaching me. Um, people are not. Conversations at lunchtime in school. That's what's teaching me to have sex. And then I think this is where we have to rely most on the Holy Ghost. And this is why the Holy Ghost is so important. Because Holy Spirit will convict you and not in Mm -hmm. a spirit of judgment, not in a spirit of you're so horrible, but in a spirit of like, this is not holy. This is not God. This Mm -hmm. is not, this is not, um, this is not right. right. Mm -hmm. This is not something that you should be partaking in. And then after that, you have to lean on his strength to help you because Mm -hmm. in our own, and I was just talking to a woman about this today, in our own strength, we're not sufficient enough to- 
not have sex because the way God did design us was to be fruitful and multiply. We replenish the earth through sex, through reproduction. So it's already biologically in us. And we already, we got that concept. But then we also have the concept that the media gives us that we should be not only having sex, but doing it as much as we want, whenever we want, with whoever we want, want, Mm -hmm. um, that it leaves no room for God and his spirit in the mix to really help us overcome the temptation Mm -hmm. of sex. But I also have to think like, I I also believe that we have to believe that it's possible. We have to believe that we are Mm -hmm. more than just the carnal. We're also like spirit. And Holy and Holy Spirit, Spirit dwells in us, and Holy Spirit gives us power to overcome the sexual desires because yes, they're real. Yes, they're strong, especially now we're teenagers, like we're semi-grown. We wonder mm-hmm. when we go get a boyfriend, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Pre-adults. We're yes. pre-adults. But it's like we still have to remain holy. And we have holy. to be holy because in holiness and in the covenant, there's protection. And when you step outside of that mm. wheel and just start doing whatever you want because you think it's right, you're out of that covenant. And in that outside of that covenant is a danger zone. I'm I'm scared to be in there mm-hmm. because although God showed us mm-hmm. mercy and He protected us, it's plenty of times where like, oh, how much do I want to say? It's plenty of times mm-hmm. where God couldn't have showed us as much mercy as He did. Let me just say it like mercy that. as He. That's one hundred percent true. That's I, with with you speaking upon it, it really got me into thinking. Wow, this is why God wants us to transform yes. our mind every, renew our minds every single day. Because for me, I've been a Christian for what a year now, and this is a true Christian. I've been in a relationship right. with Christ. Not I was a Christian because I got baptized when I was a baby type of Christian. No, in a true relationship with Christ. I've been in, in a true relationship for a year now, sincerely for a year. So all them years before that, all them 19 years before that, I've had so much experience with the bad mm-hmm. doctrine that it's going to take some time for Absolutely. God to renew the mind to include the good doctrine. Absolutely. Sincerely. And that's why, that's why some people struggle with that much amount of sin consistently. That's why some people struggle with the same sin they walk Girl. into because of that renewing the mind process. They have not understood that the, the renewing your mind is one of the most important part because there's so many things God has to pour out of us for him to pour into us. If he cannot sit there and actually purge you out, you cannot be rebuilt right. again. And no, for me, I have to sit there and actually allow God to break down every foundation that was inside my life for him to start on the foundation of the word. Right. So everything I was going to say, I still do this now if I want to do something. Okay, what does the word say? In Job, when Job was going through his hardship, one of his friends told him, it was like, let's look back to what the right. ancestors did. So that's one thing I th- actually have to do consistently. Let's look up to what Paul mm-hmm. said about sex. Let's look up to what Adam yes. and Eve did about sex. Let's look up to what Mary did about sex. Everything about going back, that's going good. back, going back, going back. Bad doctrine could be flushed out mm-hmm. and this new doctrine implicated inside my mind. But because I was in the world so much and I was thinking so yes. carnally, I could not allow that transformation to actually take place. I was reading the word, but it was going in one ear and coming yes. out the other. It wasn't sticking in. I wasn't digesting the word when God said, don't do this. When God said, don't do that. I wasn't really getting deeper into it. So the conversation with sex was like, God, like, I've been having sex. I'm not going to say I've been having sex for 19 years. No, I've not been having sex for 19 years. But I've been having sex for this so long, and I thought there was yep. nothing wrong with it. Now coming to you, it's like this desire is still inside of me. 
And he's not, it's not like God is going to rip the desire out of you because he wants you to have sex. He wants you to right. actually be fruitful. He wants you to multiply, but he wants you to gain the self-control needing that you need. So you do not maneuver through society with this ideology, the correct exactly. doctrine of what sex actually is. Now, I hope you all just enjoyed that beautiful, lovely, and transparent discussion from Princess and I. If you would like to give to Ray of Light TV or any of my other brands, you can do so at Cash App, through Cash App, at dollar sign Raven Lickford. All of your contributions will go directly to the podcast and directly to the ministry. Um, if you guys loved it, please meet me back on Sunday, July 11th for part two. I love you all and have a blessed day.